So if you like need to always buy something to feel good for the weekend to go out, really try to think about why you need that and mm-hmm. what's making you feel that way. And maybe try to identify the things in your wardrobe that can make you feel that way. Hey chicks, I'm Al. And I'm Sal. And this is Two Broke Chicks, the show that shares life lessons because we're broken funds but rich in life. And how the bloody hell are ya? Answer Alice. back. Yeah, come on. We're waiting. <laughs> We're, don't be rude. <laughs> it's lovely to be back in your ear holes, back in the studes. And today we have probably an episode you didn't think would be coming, but because we're heading into sale season, we wanted to do an episode on how to stop overspending and impulse shopping with Black Friday, Click Frenzy, and all the juicy sales coming up because it's so easy to fall into the trap of just buying things just because it is on sale. We are so guilty of this as well. There's yeah. a reason why it's called Two Broke Chicks. And it's so good, like the feeling of getting a good deal and the feeling of shopping a sale. However, sometimes it's not necessarily the best idea. And we wanted to kind of discuss the ways to identify whether something is worth buying because it is one of the biggest questions that we get all the time being like, should I buy this then or should I buy this now or should Mm. I buy this at all? And we wanted to kind of give you the tips, tools and tricks to go into sale season because especially we're going to be talking about so many sales that, you know, we want you to know whether you should buy it. Like don't just buy it. I don't know. I don't really want to, like, we're always going to give you the right tips. But yeah. Like, but I think that's the thing is like. You don't have to buy everything we say is good. It's kind yeah. of what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And we love a good sale. And what is a good sale for someone might mm. not be the best sale for you because you might not need that particular yeah. thing. Whereas that's our job to kind of like tell you all of the sales that are available and stay on top of all of like the best product recs and everything. But we're not saying that you have to buy everything. Yeah. So hopefully this will give you some good reminders during this season just to have in the back of your brain before yeah. you click at to cart. I think it's good to go into sale season with a mindful shopping approach yeah totally because yeah. yeah otherwise you kind of come out of it and you're like I just burned through my entire salary yeah and it's easy to get swayed by like a 30 and it's off, and know? it's things that you don't you're like oh why did I buy this yeah. and you're like I blacked out <laughs> you're like oh my god why do I have this rubber crocodile and my third clitoris vibrator <laughs> you're like I don't need another one of those no, no, you do. It's you good do. To have back up. Always <laughs> good to have back up. In case they're all dead, you're like, just charge them. You've got four, and I'm like, look, I could do that, but I'm not going to. Yeah, it's good to know your priorities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but before we get into the episode, we're going to give you our product recommendation <laughs> of the week. Of. <laughs> so I'll kick us off because I have wanted to talk about this little trip for so long. But I recently went to Noosa with mm. my boyfriend, and I surprised him for his birthday, and we stayed at a hostel. I've never stayed at a hostel before in my life. Me and I genuinely cannot believe this was a hostel. It looked like the Hamptons meets like Euro summer. I was flabbergasted. It mm. was amazing. And the quality of price was just so good. So it's called Bounce Noosa. And Noosa is a very spenny holiday. Like when I was looking at accommodation, I was like, yow. Like yeah. places are minimum like 300 a night per person. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Which is a lot. Which is like, a lot. Especially when you just want to do like a little quick getaway little with the girls weekend. or something. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, Bounce News is a hostel, but they have like group bunk rooms and then they have like private deluxe 
queen suite rooms Mm -hmm. and they've got happy hours daily they've got a shuttle that's free that takes you to and from noosa the dorm rooms which are like perfect for a girls weekend sleeps four or eight and they average around 60 to 90 dollars per person and then the deluxe queen room which has its own ensuite averages around 250 so for new surprises, it was so good and just the value and the quality, like you don't need to get Ubers anywhere, the happy hours, I think as well. I can't remember what days it was, but on Thursdays and Fridays, if you bought a drink, burgers and pizzas were like $10. That's so good. It was so amazing. And just the vibe there was really good because there was so many travelers that everyone's there to have a good time and it was just so fun. So if you're ever in Noosa or you want to do a little girl's trip somewhere, seriously, I highly recommend it. Mm, I want to go to Noosa. I've never been. It's really good. We'll go. Okay. Great. Girl strip. Girl strip. Who wants to come? <laughs> Give away. Head to our Instagram right now. We'll take you to do so. Everyone's like, no, I don't want to hang out with you guys. That's not true. <laughs> okay. My product wreck of the week is a product that Al and I have both been trying over the last few weeks. And we've actually done a collab with Lynette because we both do love this lip mask and we Mm. have been fans of that for so long and a few of their other products as well but they do really cool like sets and minis which Mm. I just think is such a good idea especially when you're trying a new product because it's the worst thing when you buy a full size of something and it doesn't react well with your skin or you just don't like it and then you're like oh fuck I feel like I have to use this whole tub it's going to take me ages to use it just to get like the value for my money so Because we did work with them, this isn't a sponsored shout out, but we did get a few sets to try. The one that I've really been loving is the water bank pack. So it's $56 and you get a hyaluronic acid moisturizer and serum. And they're both just really gentle, beautiful products. I've really been enjoying them. Like my skin's been so dry lately Mm. as well. Like we've both been struggling and yeah, I feel like even just using it for the last two weeks. It's been doing wonders. Yeah. I love it. I definitely recommend. Yeah. But check out like their minis and, and travel sets. Also, just like if you know that you always lose like your lip liner and your lip gloss or your mascara, just buy the mini. Like don't mm. buy the full price. I know I always lose my lip glosses. Like I have them for two weeks and then I'm like, all right, be free. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know where that went. It's none of my business. Yeah. She's exactly. off. And also mascaras expire after three months. If you're not going to use a full thing of mascara in three months, just buy the mini. Because otherwise you're putting off mascara on your eyeball walls. And no one needs that. Nobody needs conjunctivitis like that. All right. Well, into our episode to de-influence you (laughs) in the sale season. So uh, if you're new to Two Broke Chicks, you might not know, but I was a shopping journalist and Sal was a finance editor. And in that time, we would cover a lot of shopping sales and products and all that fun stuff, Mm -hmm. which means we kind of learned a lot about what's worth shopping, what's not worth shopping and what is there to kind of trick you into shopping. So we kind of learned these tactics that it's like, okay, sales always drop on a Wednesday or things like that. But we also can identify things that are there to kind of urge you to shop, but maybe aren't necessarily necessary, necessarily necessary. Good English, Alex. (laughs) So my first tip to stop impulse buying and shopping in your 20s is that if something is sold out in your size, don't buy it. Mm. This obviously comes with a little asterisk because if this is a one-off piece that you've been really absolutely wanting for like, I don't know, maybe a formal or a really – really good product that you've always really wanted 
you can size up and then get it altered to your body. That's always a really great option if something is on sale. However, if there is just a product that is on sale and you're only buying it because it's on sale, but you're like, oh, my size is sold out. I'll, I'll just get the size eight yeah. or whatever size it is and it's not going to fit you. One, you're probably going to put it on and not really feel that great. That happens to me all the time. Like I, again, all of these tips we are guilty of. Like we have done this. This is how we learned them. And I would like buy something. I'll be like, oh, do you know what? Maybe it's a big, a big make and it'll fit or I'll just get the bigger size and maybe it'll work. And then I put it on and I'm like, I'm never going to wear this. Mm -hmm. And then because it was on sale, maybe I couldn't return it or maybe I was just lazy that week. Yeah. And I just think if you're not like super confident in what like your sizing is, then like I would just skew away from buying things on sale or like lowering what, like the standard of what you would buy. Yeah. Because if you know that that's not going to fit you, but you're only getting it because it's on sale, I think it's just not worth it. Yeah. Especially if it's an item that can't really be altered as Mm. well, because there just are some things that you know can't be altered. Or I always do this with, um, I don't know, like flared pants and things that I know that I'm short. And yet I still will end up buying it. And then you go to put it on and you're like, I'll never wear this. Mm. And it just sits in your closet for ages. Yeah. I was doing this last night with like a Beckenbridge dress. Mm. And because they are always backless and like I have big old titties that I am not comfortable not wearing a bra. Yeah. And that I was like, okay, well, if I get the size 12, then there's a lot of material and then I can alter it at the back that it's the thicker bend. And I was like, oh, my God. Don't buy it. I was like, yeah. don't buy it. You don't need it. Don't buy it. And I'm sure someone else needed to hear that today. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. And like, it's a big purchase too. Mm. And I think as well, we can get swept up in like, if certain brands are on sale, yeah. that we're like, oh, this XYZ brand is never on sale. They're normally really expensive and I'm getting it for this deal, but it's not in my size, but it's such a good deal. Yeah. It's not a good deal if it doesn't fit you because mm-hmm. you won't wear it. Anyway. <laughs> You're like, I'm just going to play that back. I just feel like myself. I, yeah, I need to hear that sometimes too because I do get swept up in it being a good deal that I'm like, I'll, I'll make it work. Mm-hmm. Make it work. No, yeah. just buy things that fit you that you're going to feel good in. Don't yeah. try to squeeze into something that's probably just going to make you feel like crap. Mm-hmm another message for me (laughs) (laughs) no I think everybody can relate to that okay my first tip to stop impulse shopping in your 20s is not to get swayed by a deal like an x percent off and pay attention to what deals brands regularly do Mm. so because we cover this like all year round you know we do online shop with us every Monday plus we cover all of the major shopping events we can pretty much predict what brands are going to do and they very rarely surprise us. Like, you know, it's we're pretty hard-pressed to be shocked by a sale. But I think that if you're not, like, covering it constantly, then you are probably going to be like, ooh, 30% off at the Iconic. Like, that's great. So I thought I would run through some common sales that we do see from, from some pretty popular brands in Australia just to give you an idea And maybe to like pay attention to this if you do follow these brands on social media or you signed up to their newsletter so that you don't get swayed by a shiny 
offer or a mm. shiny deal when it's actually not that competitive. Also, it can help you identify when they do have a good sale. Exactly. And being like, okay, this is the one that I'll hold out for. Mm. Okay. So for example, sites like Cotton On, General Pants and The Iconic always do 30% yeah. off and it's either site-wide or on select items, usually thousands of items. So if there's something that you really want from there and it's been on your wish list for ages, like, you know, a pair of Converse or something, then sure, get those with the 30% off. But if you see 30% off at any of these places, don't feel the need to like scroll through thousands of pages to find a good deal because I guarantee you in about a month's time that same sale will be back. Yeah. I think if you're going into a sale and you don't have an idea of what you want, I think you really need to like center yourself and think about why you're buying what you're buying because if you know and you've known for the last month that you really need a new white linen shirt because your current white linen shirt has seen better days, Mm -hmm. then yes. Definitely go into that because stunning. You already knew you needed that. You're getting it on sale. Gorgeous. You're going to wear that all the time. Yeah. But if you're going and being like, oh, this is on sale, starting from page one of the sales section, you're probably very likely going to end up spending money that you don't need to be spending. Yeah, exactly. ASOS also regularly does up to 70% and 80% off pretty much at all times. So that's not really anything special either. Also, Sephora regularly does their Sephora Beauty Pass sale, which mm. is pretty much always between 15 and 20%. That is a good sale. And 25% though. off, which is a good sale. But again, it does come around regularly throughout the year. So again, just like put these things in a wish list That's, yeah. in your notes app or something so that you know exactly what you want to shop and you can get it on sale at the time. But just know that these sales do come around yeah. again later in the year. Love. Yeah. I think like, again, if you know what you want to buy, like if you know you need something new, definitely shop them. Like, Yeah. Because that's that's kind of the only time Sephora really goes on sale is like those beauty pass sales. Yeah. But yeah, you don't need to be buying something that you don't necessarily need. Like if you still have a full cleanser in your shower caddy you don't need to buy a new one yeah like take stock of the things that you're running out of or things that you've really wanted to try and then wait for that sale to come around you and know what then. you know what would go on sale that would make me go absolutely feral mm. mecca yeah if mecca goes on sale it's on site yeah. like i would be like all those black friday memes of like people in america that are like literally like kicking kids and like ripping out hair I would be like out of my way yeah mom has gone let's shop it I know I reckon that's probably one of our most like frequently asked dms is do you have a discount code for mecca or <laughs> when's like, the next we mecca wish. sale I was like if we did we wouldn't give it to- I'm kidding I'm, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely kidding we'd shop everything first and yeah. then give it to you <laughs> <laughs> nah, just at all. but yeah like and I remember when mecca got after pay everyone lost their minds myself included mm-hmm. like it was so good yeah okay This is probably my favorite tip to stop overspending and impulse buying, but it's don't spend money in the place of fear or urgency. So there is a very strategic marketing tactic that is supposed to instill an urgency in you and like this fear that you're going to miss out if you don't spend money. And so an example of this is flash sales or a 50% off with X time left. So Pretty Little Thing is like one of the biggest 
companies to do this. I remember when I was shopping them when I was maybe like 17 and it was like 50% off site-wide, four hours only. And on their site, they've got a countdown mm. and you're watching this countdown being like, oh my God, this deal's going to go in four hours. I've got to, I've got to buy it now because yeah. if that deal's going to go away, you're going to miss out. It's not going to be as good as it was. And what this does is it creates this immediate response that, you know, if you see the social post that it's like, Flash sale, one hour only. Mm-hmm. And brands do this for Black Friday as well. They they do, you know, an hour of power where you can get the ultimate deal to increase sales for that one hour because when you don't have that sense of urgency, when you don't have that rush, it gives you more time to mindfully think about what you're buying. Yeah. And it is, you know, it's a marketing tactic because it works. Like people do this and I have fallen for this so many times yeah. and it's so easy to do. Urgency and fear tactics is a marketing way to encourage you to spend money that you weren't planning on spending. So when you're scrolling through social media or when you open up a newsletter and it tells you that there's only one hour left of a 50% off sale, you're like, I have to go buy something. Mm-hmm. It would be rude if I didn't. And, you know, we've all been there. We're like, I've got it on like sale. So I actually made money. Yeah. Which I love that saying. (laughs) Like I've been there. (laughs) And it's true sometimes. You do get like really incredible investment pieces that, you know, will go up in value over time or you could resell for another, you know, higher rate or you could put it on Depop or a renting service, whatever that is. But these fear tactics that's like a flash sale 24 hours only are going to make you spend money that you weren't planning on spending. Mm -hmm. And then another example of this is low stock next to something or not coming back. So because it's low in stock or it won't be coming back in stock and it's the last time you can buy it, you're like, oh, but what if I in 17 years from now want that bright blue active wear set? And it's like you probably won't. Like in in six months, you're probably not going to be thinking, fuck, I should have got that. Yeah. If you do genuinely believe you are, then gorgeous. But if you didn't already think that you needed that, then I can very likely promise you that in three months' time, you also won't need it then. Yeah, exactly. On um the High Scrollers podcast, Brittany Saunders, who's the founder of Fate, the label, mm. was saying that another tactic that they often do in this space is they'll say – um, like restocked by popular demand ah. and often this is actually a poor performing piece but they have the stock still so to remarket it as if it was like a must-have item they'll mark it as out of stock on the site and then bring it back and send out like an EDM or do a post about it saying back by popular demand. That's so why people do that for tickets. Yeah. There'll be like new tickets released when reali- when really like there were always those tickets. Yeah. And they just want to like get the get, rush because again, yeah. you're like, oh my God, well, it, it sold it out last time. You. It makes you be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, also same with that little thing that's on some sites where it will be like five people have purchased this in the last 30 minutes. Another one is if your cart has a countdown. Mm. So it's like, we'll save this for you for the next 15 minutes or for the next hour that you're like, but what if someone else gets it? That's my <laughs> dress. Yeah. <laughs> off, baby. Yeah. yeah. So. It's so, and like, it works. I can think about so many times that this, and you know what? It'll probably work again. Because <laughs> when you're in that mindset that you're like, oh, do I want it? Do I not? And you're watching a countdown that's like this impending doom of missing out. You're like, oh, fuck it. I'll just buy it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and then you're like, 
why did I do that? Yeah. And you get the buyer's remorse and the buyer's regret and you just kind of are like, why can't I do this? (laughs) You're like, why can't I be an adult and know what I should buy and what not to buy? Yeah. And once you've opened the package and like maybe put it on, then you're like, you know, the worst feeling in the world is when you buy something online and you go in with so much confidence and you cut the tag off before you try it on and then you put it on and you're like, ew, my God. I've sewn a tag back together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like I, it was completely brand new. I was just stupid and I took the tag off and I ripped it. So it was like, it wasn't one of those ones that you can kind of hook back on. Yeah. And I ripped it off, but it was with like a threaded material that I was like, I'm just going to sew this back together. That's another money hack. I don't know if I would like endorse doing that because I don't know. Like it's it was naughty. completely brand new, but it is a bit. It is a bit naughty. naughty. But yeah, don't take the tags off. Okay. Okay. My next tip to stop impulse spending that I've been trying to do is the one in, one out rule. Mm, I love this. So before you buy something, you have to commit to either donating, selling, or if it you know isn't in good condition, throwing out something that you own and it just stops you from buying the same shit over and over which is something that I am a real sucker for oh my god same because in a good like in kind of a good way we have a bit of a uniform when it comes to our style so that stops us from buying random shit sometimes but it also means that I have like 28 black Mm t-shirts so for how many blue jeans does a girl need exactly but the other day we were looking at the dish sale section which actually is popping popping the fuck off my set is currently from dish if you're watching the video yeah these flares are also from dish but that was the thing I'd been looking at flares for a while and then I was like I've already got several pairs I don't need any But then I realised that the ones that I do currently have have like all holes in the bottom Mm. and can't be repaired or sewn up again. And then there was a slip dress in there as well, a black slip dress. I know exactly which one you were talking about. And I was like, I I like went to check out and then I was like, no, remember, one in, one out. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to throw away the holy flares, but I'm going to keep and then keep those in the cart but I've got a perfectly good black slip dress that, you know, maybe has like more of a V-neck. This one was more of a square neck. It's the same shit, girl. I think that's the other thing is that we buy things thinking they're different when really at the end of the day no one else would notice that they're different. Like if Mm -hmm. you've got a slip dress which one has a V-neck and one's got a scoop neck, no one else is going to know that difference but you. Mm -hmm. That you really kind of need to, again, center yourself, go inward and be like, do I really want to spend – $300 $300 for a different neckline. Yeah. And sometimes you don't want to. Yeah, most of the time. I think if something doesn't fit you anymore and you're keeping it as like your skinny clothes, I definitely think mm. it's worth shopping to get clothes that you will wear because they fit you better. I think that's okay and you can justify that because I've currently been doing that. Like I've had clothes that like don't necessarily fit me the way that I want them to fit me and I know if I just get a bigger size, I'm going to be a lot more comfortable in it. And actually wear it. And actually wear it because I won't wear it because I'm like, oh, it's a bit tight. Yeah, that's why it's so important to regularly clean out your closet as well so that you can keep on top of the things that you do have and things that, you know, may not fit you anymore or just aren't the vibe and donate them before you go and buy new shit. Do you know what I love doing? I love, and this is kind of what I've been doing with the one-in-one-out rule, is that I'll sell something on Depop and then because that money goes into my PayPal – I then buy something <laughs> with that. Mm. I'm not saving it. I'm 
but it's like one in one out and then it's like free clothes <laughs> yeah that I girl math yeah and then like but it's clothes that I actually wear because I sold something I don't wear and then I use the money for that to buy something that I will wear mm-hmm. it's free clothes yeah well it's better than the alternative which is having a bunch of shit in a closet you don't wear and then spending your money on putting yourself. it on and feeling like shit <laughs> and I'm like Ugh. okay my next one is free shipping <laughs> all right this is going to be some tough love for myself and everyone else <laughs> listening to this. You don't need to buy something to get free shipping. There is an asterisk on this as well. So if you want to get five ninety nine free shipping and you need to spend an extra $20 to get that and then you end up buying something that's $50, if that $50 spend is such an afterthought, it is not worth that extra $45 versus the $5. Mm-hmm. That's not a justified purchase because I can't think of a single thing that I was like, I bought this because I got free shipping that I'm like, I love this. I yeah. love this item so much. The only time it is okay to buy something to get free shipping is when the free shipping and the item are the same amount. Mm. So if shipping was $15 but you needed to spend $15 to get free shipping, yes, gorgeous, buy that item. But do not spend $50 just to get $10 or $5 free shipping because that item was an afterthought and you probably don't want or need it really that badly. I know this goes against everything girl math is about. It goes against my entire being to say this, but mm-hmm. it's the hard truth that we deliver on two broke chicks. It's true. And if it wasn't a strategy that encouraged people to spend more money that turned the business a profit, they wouldn't be offering that as a Mm. service. They're not doing it out of the good of their hearts. They're doing it because they know it encourages people to spend more money Mm -hmm. and, of course, cover the cost of, like, the shipping for them. But they know they're going to make extra money off the top of that, which, you know, it's good business marketing. The cost of shipping is already built into a profit margin of those clothes. The clothes do not cost the amount you're buying to make them. Yeah. So it's like it's... Yeah, yeah, all of this is factored in. Another one that like I think I'm still learning and still kind of struggle with is that you can't necessarily buy like validation or self-confidence. Just and you know, this comes with like a little bit of truth and not as much, but it's like you can't buy that feeling like yes, sometimes when you do buy a new dress and you put it on, you do get like, you know, that birthday dress and you're like, oh, I feel so nice in my new dress. But getting addicted to that feeling is going to put you in a really toxic loop that if you can't find something in yourself inwardly or already existing in your wardrobe, that gives you confidence, that gives you self-love, that gives you that thing that makes you feel good about yourself, you are going to be broke your entire life. Like if you constantly need external validation in order to feel fucking fire Mm -hmm. you are constantly going to be chasing trends and a different way to look and you'll never fully discover who you are in your own aesthetic in yourself in the things that you like to wear because if we're constantly following that girl tomato girl sparkle fucking fairy unicorn farts (laughs) you will never develop a sense of who you are that makes you feel really good like I know whenever I put on cowboy boots I am a fire fucking bitch. I'm like, boot scootin', baby, get me to a bar. Yeah. Like, I know I feel amazing and I can wear the exact same boots every single weekend and to it has feel the same that effect. way. It has the exact same effect. And 
Like they were definitely a bit of a spenny purchase, but I've got my cost per wear out of them, but I've also got the positive serotonin too every time I put them on. So if you like need to always buy something to feel good for the weekend to go out, really try to think about why you need that and Mm -hmm. what's making you feel that way and maybe try to identify the things in your wardrobe that can make you feel that way multiple times and either wear those more or really kind of factor that into your shopping being like I love when I wear my milkmaid style dress I really like the way that it you know has my boobies and (laughs) my decolletage and that makes me feel really sexy so in the next sale season if there's one in a different color buy that Mm -hmm. don't just buy things because they're a trend and they're on sale because they're gonna be in the up to 70% off pile in about six months. Yeah. I'll be in the bargain bin. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really good to pay attention to whatever emotions trigger your spending because it might be a comparative thing. It might be I feel sad. It might be I feel out of control. So I feel like I need to spend something to like get some semblance of control Mm. back. I think this is a pretty common thing, but the cause can be different for different people. So just try to have that moment of introspection, like you were saying, when you're going through it so that, you know, if you get good news, your automatic response isn't, oh, I'm going to go treat myself and buy something Mm. because, you know, that again might be putting you in a bit of a, a negative loop. And there's this book called The Psychology of Money, which talks a lot about, you know, some of these marketing strategies and impulse shopping and whatnot. And it was saying that a lot of people, when they see someone, say, with like a luxury handbag, they're not looking at the person with the luxury handbag and being like, God, they have amazing style. They must be killing it in their life, like blah, blah. They look at it and then immediately go, if I had that, I would be killing it. People would think that I've got heaps of money to splash on stuff. Mm. So also remember that nobody's thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. Yeah. So they'll think about you for one second. And then they start think, imagining themselves with it. So, yeah. yeah, don't also don't do things when you're, you know, like comparing yourself to someone else and what they have yeah. as well because everybody's laser focused on themselves. And then lastly from me, if they don't accept returns, don't buy it because you're probably going to end up adding all this shit to cart that you don't need and then when you try it on, you're like, oh, do you know what? It doesn't sit right. I don't like how it sits here. Mm, this colour kind of washes me out and you've just spent 50 30 200 on something that it might be hard to resell you'll have to either give it to salvos or vinnies or it might just end up going to landfill and it's such a waste of money yeah yeah absolutely yeah and a lot of a lot of sale items are excluded from returns policies even if their returns policy does say returns or exchanges accepted there is often and sometimes a clause that says not including final sale items or items on sale. So make sure you're reading that fine print because it happens so often. Yeah, especially if it's a big purchase. Yeah, because brands are trying to get rid of this stock. Yeah. So they don't want it back. (laughs) They're like, please take it. They're like, you keep it. And you're like, I don't want it. No backsies. <laughs> yeah. No backsies. <laughs> I'm really enjoying that slithering into our vocabulary lately. Yeah, me too. Yeah, being like, no backsies. It's coming here. You can't take it back. <laughs> I said it to my boyfriend the other day. <laughs> About um, the relationship? Yeah. I, I was like, do you love me? And he was like, yeah, I love you. And I was like, good, no backsies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
to wrap up, I'm going to run through something that I've seen on TikTok called Deliberation Station. And it's all of the questions that you should ask yourself before you make an impulse purchase. Have I thought about it for two weeks? Does it solve a problem that I've genuinely thought about before Mm. I saw this product? Do I own something similar? Is buying it worth giving up priority of my financial goal? Where will it be in five years? Mm, That's a great one. How long will I have to work to pay it off? Can I be productive and happy without it? Yes. Oh, my (laughs) God. Yes, these are great. What's the cost per use? Can I borrow it from someone or from somewhere? Does it support my priorities in life in general? Is it a good quality item for a reasonable price tag? What is my current mental state? Ow. (laughs) And the last one, what's the real reason I'm buying it? Mm, Those are great. That's a lot of questions. I feel but like by the time you end up asking yourself all of those questions, you're not going to end up buying, I would say, 70% or 80% of the things that you were planning on buying. I almost think if you ask yourself one to three of these mm. questions, you're not going to end up buying it. You'd get halfway and you'd be like, all right, fine. I don't need it. Yeah. So maybe write some of these down, all of them, all the ones that resonated with you the most. Have them like in a notes app on your phone or like sticky on your laptop, wherever you shop the most and just scan through it quickly before you make a purchase because there will be things that come out on top that are amazing investments that you'll love that will make you happy, that will like, you know, help, help you in your life. But I think it will turn you off. A lot of bad, bad investments mm, as I think well. There's like no better feeling, like there's no better feeling than when you chose not to buy something and you realize that was the right decision. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't buy that. Like I realize, like when you're out of like the spending mindset, you're like, oh, I really didn't need that. I'm so glad I didn't buy it. And it's so much better than when you buy something, you're like, I probably shouldn't have bought this. <laughs> yeah. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. That's me buying my designer handbag. I was like, ah, you idiot. (laughs) It's okay. You live and you learn. You'll never buy another one. I will never buy another designer handbag. Yeah. Maybe a vintage one. (laughs) (laughs) We love an asterisk. We love an asterisk. (laughs) Well, that is a wrap on today's episode of Two Broke Chicks. If you think someone else you know would enjoy listening to this, please feel free to chuck them a cheeky link. (laughs) And Not like that, but also like that. And thank you to MIK Made for making this episode of Two Broke Chicks happen. We absolutely love to be here in your ear holes, in your life. Keep it up. Mm -hmm. Great work. And now that we've got that out of the way, Let's get into the sale season. Woohoo! Yeah. Let's go shopping. Let's go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, chicks. Bye, chicks.